my husband and I, you know, there was an empty feeling in our life that we tried to fill it with adultery, uh, drugs, alcohol, money. We and my husband even had the power in the military and it was something that still something was missing in our life and he had told me when we were sitting at the dining table he said we need to pray together right now Stay good day welcome my friends to the storyteller where you'll find first nations people from across native north america who are following Jesus Christ without reservation On today's program we'll hear from a gal who knew that something was missing in her life and nothing she could do was able to change that until she met Jesus. My name is Hazel Hani. I'm from the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe. When I was um a little girl, we grew up in a little Indian village down at Thunder Butte and then none but Native Americans and the only white people that we seen were our teachers because we went to country school. And then when we moved into Dupree, is uh, mainly a, a lot of Caucasian people lived there, and and I never experienced prejudice before. And when we came here, I've um, experienced it, and it wasn't very good. And it caused me to carry a lot of uh, prejudice myself because I don't know why we were being treated the way we were treated. I see Na- Native Americans being drugged up and down the streets and put in trash cans and and it caused me to really carry a lot of hate for the um, white people and it really really affected me you know and even my parents because they would tell us not to go out at night and stay out and they would not allow us to date any white guys because they would say they just we just couldn't trust them i really didn't know um what love was because growing up i didn't get that from my family either my mom and dad and my brothers and my sisters it was more of a physical and a sexual um thing and um when i met my husband in high school i started to um date him because my husband right now he was my boyfriend then but he he is a white guy you know and my mom and dad found out that I was dating him actually he came up to the house when I didn't tell him that I couldn't see him but we just kind of dated off and on and one day he came up to the house and he knocked on the door and my my dad let him in and and he sat down and he sat and talked to my mom and dad and and my mom, dad said he he really had a lot of respect he can trust him you know and they they said i could date him we were kind of secretly dating and he didn't know why you know until he came to the to the house i really never thought that i would ever date anybody that is white because of what i i experienced and my husband when he was my boyfriend he treated me with a lot of respect and he treated me with a lot of love but i really didn't know what love was at the time and um i thought it was more of a physical thing but he didn't treat me like 
like he wanted to use me in any way. He treated with me a lot of respect, and I respected him for that. And my parents did too and accepted him into their family, and we started to date, and I got married. And I got married very young. We both did. You'd asked me to marry him, and I told him yes, but at that time I didn't love him. It was um, more of getting away from the family, the abuse that is going on in, in our family, and we moved to Texas. He joined the military, we moved to Texas, and and I thought I was getting away from everything all the physical and abuses that went on. And actually, I I jumped into this marriage thinking that I'm going to get away from it all. And it turned out when I got married to my husband, he was very controlling. And he kept me as a prisoner in our own home. He um, didn't want me to go out and didn't want me to finish school and didn't want me to work and... um he pretty much accused me of people, guys that I never knew. And I get up, I think it was twice, and had a gun to my head. And he said he wanted to, to kill me because of so-and-so. And, but, and we did a lot, a lot of our drinking. My husband did some drugs. And finally I got to a point where I needed to get away from this all. This had to change. Something had to do, had to, to be done. And, and, um, while we was in the military, he was sent to Korea and he had to do a one year hardship tour without me and my children. And, um, it gave me an escape. I thought, well, this is, this is it. I need to get away from, from this. Um, being a prisoner in my own marriage. Um, and I started to go out and, and, um, drink. I started drinking and, um, neglecting my kids and didn't care where my, where my kids were. I got to a point where I was, um, committing adultery, running around on my husband. But, um, I knew that I still love my husband. And uh, when he came back from Korea, we worked things out. And and um, we got stationed in Texas at the time. And um, he found out that I was seeing somebody else. And our, our kids started to rebel and just do things their own way. They started to get into to drugs and and we didn't even know at the time they were doing these things. But, you know, God God got a hold of my children, too. And we um, got stationed in Germany. And God has been working in me and my husband's heart at the same time. I was working at a factory in um, Germany. And there's a lot of um, Americans and um, Germans and Romanians and all, they all had uh, their separate tables. And But there was this one lady that was sitting at her own table, and she was always alone. And, 
and our table is all Americans and we're all sitting there drinking, smoking. We can drink during our work and, and just talking about whoever and whatever and, and just did a lot of gossiping and, and, um, but I felt like, like, um, God was been trying to get my attention for quite a long time. And I seen this lady sitting at the table and she was Spanish lady and, and she was all sitting alone and reading and, and I thought to myself, I like, there is something that this lady has that I needed in my life. And I didn't know what it was. And I felt like I was drawn to her. One day, as we were having lunch, and she always sat by herself, and the whistle blew for her to go back to work. And she was ahead of me in line. And I just tapped on her shoulder. And I asked her, I asked her a question. And I said, you have something that I need in my life, and I don't know what it is. And she looked at me, and she said, Jesus. And she walked away, and I just thought to myself, I was thinking, Jesus. And I kept saying, Jesus. I was thinking, I thought I knew him at the time, because we did go to church every Sunday, but I really didn't know of him. And I had to really thank that over to myself. And actually we did, we thought, we knew there was an empty feeling somewhere. And we thought, we talked about it. Let's let's really do get involved in the church. Because we were Catholics at the time. And so we did. And he started lecturing and I started teaching the kids. And we're like, well, this is probably it. So we started really getting involved in the church. And it still felt like there was still something there that was missing and that's when that lady had shared with me about the Lord and and you could just see the just feel something I felt like I was drawn to her but because she had this love about her it's like she just glowed but um that night I wanted to tell my husband about what what happened and and I didn't know at the time that he was home at the work the same time I got home from work. And he was sitting at the dining room table and, and I got in the house and he said, he said, there's something that I need to tell you and we need to talk about something. And I thought, well, sure. So we sat down at the dining room table and he says there has to be a purpose for us, for for life. My husband and I, you know, there was an empty feeling in our life that we tried to fill it with adultery, uh, drugs, alcohol, money. We and my husband even had the power in the military and it was something that still, something was missing in our life. And he had told me when we were sitting at the dining table, he said, we need to pray together right now. And and this is something we've never done through our whole marriage, is sit down and pray together. And we sat down and held hands and we prayed and surrendered our life to the Lord. God came into our life and it's been awesome since. When my husband asked me to marry him, <laughs> I didn't know love. I didn't know what love was. But I jumped into the marriage 
And when I accepted Christ into my life, he showed me what love was. And that was him dying on a cross for us, stretching out his arms. And he is saying to me, this is how much I love you. And it's nothing physical, sexual, or anything like that. He gave his life for our sins. And one of the scriptures, I guess, that um, I wanted to share is in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 is one of the most well-known passages in the Bible. In it, we hear about the love of God. My friend, God's love is unique. It's pure and it's undeserved. In fact, what we really deserve is His judgment. And that's what we'll get if we reject the forgiveness He offers us through His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus died for our sins, was buried, and rose again so that we could be forgiven. We read in the Bible, In this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. My friend, what are you going to do with this love? What are you going to do with Jesus? If you would like to know more, please visit our website, withoutreservation.com, and click on the tab, New Life. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. You can also find us on Facebook at Without Reservation. Want to take the storyteller with you? Be sure to download our app. Thanks for listening, and remember the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.